Welcome to the Rooted and Reaching podcast, a ministry of First Baptist Church in Charlottetown, PEI, Canada. At First Baptist Church, our vision is to be people deeply rooted in the amazing gospel of Jesus Christ, who then reach out into our neighborhood, city, and the world as we live and share the good news. Here is this week's Rooted and Reaching message from FBC Charlottetown. So this is part four. This is the final part in this series that we've been walking through. When we started it uh, four Sundays ago, uh, I started with a reminder how over the last three years now, here at first, we've been using the same two related words to describe the vision that we have for Christian discipleship here, rooted and reaching. And at that time, I reminded us, or maybe for some informed you for the first time, that rooted and reaching is an integral part of what we now refer to as Vision 2027. In most cases around here, you just hear it referred to as the vision. At its heart, among other priorities, is intentional spiritual transformation, discipleship, and kingdom-advancing growth through our personal and collective efforts as the body of Christ. That's what we believe God has called us to be about. That's what we want to be about. And that's what all of our priorities direct us toward. Well, over the previous weeks in this series, we've been blessed to hear firsthand some specifics of the transformation spiritually that's been happening in the lives of some of our own people here at first. Uh, When we started uh, back the first week, Kim Elliott from our online congregation spoke about her deepening walk with Jesus through uh, what she described as some very difficult times in her life. On week two, we were pleased to hear from Mark Afanis, who shared about his life before Christ, and, and he used the word darkness. And now, how he sees his life in Christ in this new season that has led to a transition and, of course, his own salvation. And then last week, Ben Morrison demonstrated through his story what it looks like to move from a faith that is loaned, for example, through our parents' uh, decisions for us, to a life in Christ that's owned when we make our own personal profession of faith in Jesus as Lord. Now, before we hear from our fourth and final storyteller in this series, I want to go back to the base scriptural text for this series. It uh, is Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. And in the NIV, under the heading of spiritual fullness in Christ, it says this. This is Paul writing to the church in Colossae. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord... Continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. There's a lot packed into these words. Continue to live your lives, Paul says. In the context of growing in Christ, Paul is saying, you're responsible for you. That's it. Not your spouse, not your children, not your grandchildren. This unique, one-of-a-kind, God-designed life that God gave you from the beginning, that's the one that you're responsible for living. So continue to live that. Our desire should never be to have a story exactly like Ben's or exactly like Kim's or exactly like Mark's. Nor should we ever feel that our rootedness in Christian faith is somehow 
less significant or less impactful because our story is different? We've heard over and over again just how different each story of faith is, but the commonality is Jesus. Your story is His story. And so that's the reminder from these verses for each of us to continue to live our lives of faith, not someone else's. It also talks about being rooted and built up in Him, which of course suggests being grounded in Jesus with roots that run deep in order that, spiritually speaking, we might grow in strength and we might reach upwardly and outwardly as His Spirit leads us to do. Good, strong roots requires healthy, good soil. And that soil is nourished via, well, the next part of what Paul had to say when he said, as you were taught. The truth of the gospel of Jesus that you were taught that you have heard, that you have accepted, that you are being discipled deeper within in a healthy Christian community. That's one vital way that roots of faith are empowered and run deep. And then he says, and be overflowing with thankfulness. Growing taller and stronger definitely comes with growing pains, aches, and pains. And we've heard examples of those pains in the three stories that we've had shared so far. But the Word of God is calling us in this text to be consistently thankful in all things. In fact, not only to be thankful, but to be overflowing with thankfulness in all things. The good things, the hard things. In health, in sickness. In every faith story, every testimony, if you want to use that, that church word, there are three main elements. And our resource sheet that we've been putting out uh, has been showing these for you throughout this series. And we've been privileged to hear these three elements over and over again in every one of the faith stories shared. For every Christ follower, for every person who says Jesus is Lord, there's first the reality of where we were. Or where we would be without him. Before receiving Jesus as Lord, where were we? What's it look like? What did it look like? What does it look like if you haven't yet called Jesus Lord? Secondly, in every testimony, there's the reality of where we are in Christ. Okay, Were, now, are in Christ. That assumes that we've been rooted, that assumes that we're being nurtured, that assumes that we're spiritually growing, and that there actually is a difference between were and are. And then third in all of these stories has been that transition point that moves from one to the other. It could be a season of life, it could be an event, it could be a person, it could be something that happened in our lives that was the tipping point from where we were to where we are being rooted in Jesus. Well, this morning we are blessed to have with us someone uh, who as a church we got to see baptized here last month on Easter Sunday, in fact. Uh, Pamela Roja has agreed to talk with us this morning and to talk about her discipleship in Christ. Pamela, come on up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Please have a seat. 
I have, uh, for the last number of years, been doing some teaching uh, in Nicaragua and two Nicaraguan pastors. Yesterday was uh, one of those days where I spent three hours trying to convey Christian leadership theological principles from English into Spanish through a translator. It's exhausting, but I had a translator. Pamela is going to share some principles of what God is doing in her life in English. And remember, on the day that she was baptized, she told us that her very first day here, three years ago, two years ago, didn't understand a word. Now, within two years, who's on the platform talking about Jesus? Right? Okay. So, let me uh, go back to that first part of the story that, uh, that I was refer- referencing to. Talk a little bit about life before Jesus. Thank you, Pastor Dean. Well, um, maybe if this question was two years ago, mm-hmm. my answer was different. But today, I am not proud that I was in my life. Uh-huh. Because uh, I, I born in a poor family, and all my life, I'd say, um, that's not happened for me. Right. It, I, so the family, the, the financially, the family was very yeah. rough, and you decided, I'm no. going to do something different. Yes, and many people in my social condition never studied, never have a good job, and something like that. So I try, I try to be different, and... I um, and I was very confident about myself, and and when I got the confidence in myself, I said, "Now I don't be only different. I I was I, I to be the best." Okay. Yeah. So that is a big deal because. I live in a competition all my life with my coworker, with my friends, sometimes with my husband because I meet Mirko in my job, so <laughs> sorry for that. <laughs> so, so, and when I get married, uh, uh, another thing is I didn't believe in God. Because I saw many people who do bad things in name of God. Right. So I say that is no for me. I don't believe. I I don't see where is God because I see poor people. My own family was very have very troubles in our yep. lives. Yep. Yep. So I say. I didn't see where is Jesus, if, where if is God? If God is real, why yeah. is all of this like right. this? Right, right, right. And I am not proud of <laughs> And when I get married, got married, and have had my children, I didn't speak with my children about God or Jesus. Mirko, yes, because Mirko grew up in a Catholic family, so... Yep. But 
I, I didn't. So I say my children, when they are very curious, you figure it out when you grow up. So, mm -hmm. like, not speak with me about that, you know? So, it's, it's hard to talk about something you don't actually even know, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's the opposite, like Ben told us, right? Because I didn't speak with them. So I had a lot of focus in my job, in my work. I reached out to be the, um, the decision maker in my job. So, so your whole worldview, your whole focus at that part in your life was just succeed, achieve, right. Um, progress, be seen as successful, make lots of money? Uh, no money, because <laughs> in Bolivia it's not possible a lot. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yes, live uh, like I didn't live in my childhood, yeah, you okay. know? Yeah. So, and in the meantime, my children grew up in the daycares or with my sister, but I didn't have. I didn't take care of them. Okay, you know? spiritually, yeah. spiritually, spiritually, spiritually speaking. Yeah, also stay with her, with them, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody else. Thank do you for me. Thank you for for saying that. Um, so that's where you were, but that's not where you are. No. no. So talk about where you are uh, with Jesus. Well. Now, the life is totally different, right? Because I start in over. I start from zero, uh -huh. included in, in all, in all the ways, so spiritually. Not, yep. <laughs> Geographically. Yes, yeah, geographic. <laughs> Everything language, is different. Yeah, all, yep. Because... But uh, before I think, I think Jesus worked in my life. I can see now, but now I see and I can see, mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, it's, I, I'm not sure if I speak correct, but... You're doing great. <laughs> but the mean is... Uh, before I saw many wonderful things happen in my life, and now I know was Jesus with me. Ah. He take care of me and my family. And, and now I feel Jesus is meant in my life. He's put together all my broken parts. And, and now... Even when we have troubles, I feel peace in my life. Mm. Um, That's, you're doing a great job, by the way. You're doing a great job. Um, it's such a personal thing that you're sharing. Um, it's, it, it can be a hard thing to put into words when you know all the words. <laughs> so you are doing uh, an amazing job. Um, one of the things that 
was kind of one of those examples of what's changed was your recent job search. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. But first of all... Okay, yep. Sorry. (laughs) 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 Because I have... When you told me about... uh, speak about all the people, I think in a line in my life. And when is my... These times when... Jesus mm. touched my life, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. So I think the first one was uh, when my first day here in the church, when I meet Linda and her mom, and Marjorie gave me a wonderful hug, and she put all my broken part together again oh, and wow. I didn't feel like I feel this moment and I didn't I, I can understand who is this kind of people give me love even when she don't know who I am mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. And second time was the last summer. After the church, um, we walk, walked, and my older children told me, "Mom," but she was a little bit angry with me, and she told me, "Mom, why you never speak, spoke with us about Jesus, about God?" But it's not like it's not friendly, you know. It's like why? Yeah very strong moment for me. So I maybe I can say uh, I can speak about that, but I say I mistake. I was wrong. And now I know. I, I don't believe before. But now I know Jesus is very important part of our lives. Mm. So, I'm sorry for that. Mm. Wow. And the very shortly ta- part <laughs> <laughs> is because in my past life, I used to be the person who um, go to the meet and all the people was happy. I say, that work and all, well, that work. But here I, ke- I can speak. I lost my, my confidence. I, I stay in my home. I, I can't speak with not mm-hmm. any person. So, and Pastor Dean told me, you can speak about Jesus in front of the people in English. So You're welcome. So I, I think God is a, put me wonderful person here in the church, in my life. And they pushed me and... Get up, right? 
you you are not downfall. You you can do it. Mm -hmm. So and thanks for that. All. Mm. All. <laughs> and yeah, the job. But that is. This is so cool. I, I, I'm not going to give it away, but you just heard uh, that uh, throughout uh, Pamela's uh, uh, life before Christ, you know, professional uh, promotions, jobs, climbing the ladder, all of that, really important in a, in a what was the industry, by the way? It was, uh, uh, what do you say, Mirko? It's like, um, it's, um, the organization of the United uh, States, so that work around the world in food and agriculture. So I work for yeah. So I okay. I work for this big organization around the world in okay. my country. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm not telling your story for you, but I'm setting the stage here. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so then you know, moved to Canada. Um, brand new life, as you said, everything is, is now stripped away. The ability to communicate stripped away. The, the job that was there, the, the, all of that stuff, all of those priorities, now gone. Um, and then you start, start to think, maybe it's time to do some work here. I'm going to start looking for a job. Yes. So, ninth, about nine months, I couldn't work it because I... I waiting for my work permit, and when I got my work permit, I say, okay, this time, because I work here with, like, housekeeping, so that is very hard for my confidence, you mm -hmm. know, but I say, okay, I'm looking for a job now, and I try to look for something can fit, can fit, you know, <laughs> with my skills and I send emails and apply for some jobs and I went to the job first, faith job, yep, fair. Fair job. So, but it's so bad because a lot of people around me, I try to speak with someone, companies, and they couldn't understand me because my accent is very strong. It is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I say, no, I, I stay in this for about 20 minutes. And that wasn't going to yeah, work. Yeah, that doesn't work. So, I wait for some interview or something happened that fit, you know. Yep. But not happy. So I receive an email. The one single person I sp spoke a little bit more in the fair, and he told me, uh, "You are interested in the job? Is training level? Training level? Yeah. Is is no high position? It's not, it's not management. It, okay. No. Yeah. It's a star." <laughs> But you can choose your schedule, and you look, you can look for your time because you have. In the interview, I say I have children, so he say, "Okay, you told me your schedule." I say, "What happened here?" Because 
he don't know um, about me, and usually the jobs don't work this way, right? They say that is your schedule, and if you you want you, the job or yeah. don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I was very hard for me, and in this moment I speak. I spoke about that with Pastor Dean, and our conclusion <laughs> was maybe God is want to teach me something else, and that is humility. You know. Humility is there? Yeah, word? that's the right word. Yeah. So, because when you have, uh, it's not like power, but when you are so confident about yourself, without God, without other things, um, you don't know. It's it's okay to start from zero. It's okay because all of us start this way and you can learn wonderful lessons in this season in your life because something is God teach me now. So if you put those two events um, side by side, you described a time where you put your job uh, in front of your children, you thought, you felt. And I appreciate that honesty. But now in this new life, you put your children in front of your job, and the job still came. And so there's a verse in the Bible that says, seek first the kingdom of God, and then everything else will be added to you. Your priority became not seeking first your own kingdom, but seeking first his kingdom. And he takes care of everything else yeah. in his time. In, um, you know, Pam, Pam, um, um, one day uh, I am very upset. And after Thursday, the kids, yep. the kids, children's came, and my children give me a card. Pam, give them, and say, "Don't worry about. Put your worries in the hand of God, mm-hmm. and He take care about that." Mm-hmm. So I say, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I understand now." So, um, but. Really, it's very hard now your mistake. And when we start to pray in the night, um, uh, one year ago, my children's, because I just, one year ago I still worked for my country. So my children's pray and say, please, God, mommy, fish, fish it her job because she was very. Nervous and Stressed. she, yes. And now, two months ago, she prayed, Please, Jesus, give a mama a job. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's enough of mom for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, I'm going to get the, the worship team to come back together here, but maybe as you hear uh, Pamela's story, and you, perhaps you didn't grow up in Bolivia, but you hear parts of it that you think, yeah, I recognize that. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. I, I know what that's like to have priorities that are not what the Lord would have them be. Maybe the stories in this series have highlighted maybe how blessed you realize you are, the place that you find yourself today, you realize that God has brought you through so much and has put you in a place that is so much better. If there's a person along the line who perhaps spoke truth into your life, spoke the gospel, lived the gospel in your life, and you have a chance to thank them for being part of that season, do that. Give them the gift of knowing how God used them in that. Today is a good day uh, to remember to let your gratitude overflow, uh, as the text we read today says. You've been listening to the Rooted and Reaching podcast, a weekly ministry of First Baptist Church in Charlottetown, PEI, Canada. Our theme music is inspired by Ben Sound. For more information or to support the ministries of FBC Charlottetown, please visit our website, myfbc.ca, today. If you found the content of today's podcast encouraging, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and drop us a comment. In addition, consider sharing today's Rooted and Reaching podcast with at least one other person this week who might be blessed through it or become better biblically rooted through it. Until next time, thank you for listening.